Hi, I'm Farhan Tahir, and I'm the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Welcome back to another episode of On Screen and Beyond. This is episode 276 of the weekly show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases. And our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week, we're going to take you into the life of an actor who has done some you know, amazing acting. And he's got some amazing stuff coming your way in the next couple of months. Farhan Tahir is going to be joining us. Farhan has been in all sorts of stuff. Star Trek. He was the evil guy in Iron Man who captured Tony Stark, the terrorist, and you know he was trying to get it to him to make him bombs and things like that. The things he's done, he's going to be in Elysium coming up and also in a movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone. So Ferran Tahir is going to be coming up. So stick around right here on On Screen and Beyond. Well, what do you say? Let's get right into Remake Madness. <laughs> Please hang up and try again. Remake Madness, well, the remake of 1988's Bloodsport, which starred Jean-Claude Van Damme, is going to be coming our way. And a remake of The Fantastic Four is scheduled to begin shooting in September. And look for Christopher Walken. He's joined the cast of Clint Eastwood's version of the Broadway hit Jersey Boys. That is it for Remake Madness. Coming up next on On Screen to Be On, upcoming new movies. Upcoming new movies, well, John Travolta will star in Gaudy in the Shadow of My Father. He will play John Gaudy Sr., Anthony Hopkins, Kelly Preston, and Chaz Palminteri will also star. And speaking of Anthony Hopkins, he is also going to star alongside Andy Garcia and Annette Bening in Hemingway and Fuentes. And Hopkins plays Ernest Hemingway. And look for Eric Roberts, who's been a past guest here at On Screen and Beyond, and... Kristen Chenoweth. They're going to be starring in a comedy called A Bet's A Bet. And look for that to come out in 2014. That is it for upcoming new movies. Next on On Screen to Be On, we're going to take you down to Sequel City to find out what's coming away as far as sequels right here on On Screen and Beyond. Sequel City. Well, Sandra Bullock says she can't imagine doing a sequel to The Heat. But. Fox is still tooling up just in case. And a sequel, spin-off, whatever you want to call it, of a character from the first Rocky movie is in the works. Creed will deal with the grandson of Apollo Creed, who wants to be a boxer, but the family doesn't want him to. So he enlists none other than Rocky Balboa to become his trainer. That sounds a little familiar. And it looks like the writers are beginning to look at uh, what they're going to do with Star Trek Three. That is it for Sequel City. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, TV on DVD.
TV on DVD, well, you can look for Stephen King's Under the Dome miniseries to land on DVD on November 5th. If you haven't been watching that, well, it's uh, it's pretty interesting. I kind of like that one. And Hannibal Season 1 will uh, chew its way into stores on September 24th. And on November 5th, Dexter the Complete Collection and Dexter the Final Season arrives in stores. That is it for TV on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, let's take a peek at what's coming away as far as movies on DVD. <laughs> movies on DVD, well, on September 17th, The Haunting of Helena hits stores on DVD and digital download in a chilling psychological thriller. And look for Jason Bateman and Hope Davis as they star in Disconnect, which arrives in DVD and on Blu-ray on September 17th. Also, and look for The Lone Ranger in stores in November. That is it for Movies on DVD. TV time, next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. TV time, well, Jason Sudeikis says he is leaving Saturday Night Live. I'm sure he's going to be looking to continue his movie career and uh, we'll see time will tell if he's going to be making a, a big career out of it or it's like some of the saturday night live people in the past uh it just sort of fades away we'll see what happens and kirstie alley will be getting a new sitcom on tv land and john travolta is going to guest star in it and it'll bring back uh, together the two people of course who were in look who's talking and kirstie will also uh that's the name of the show, Kirsty, will be premiering on December 4th, and there's going to be a lot of other TV guests, so uh, look out for that. And for beer drinkers and Game of Thrones fans, at the end of September, Take the Black Stout becomes the second beer to arrive from the popular series. That is it for TV time. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we have a fantastic guest coming your way. Farhan Tahir is going to be coming here, and he's going to be talking to us about his new movie that's coming out, Elysium, and his also his other movies, Escape Plan with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone. And we're going to talk a little bit maybe about uh, Star Trek and Iron Man, and uh, he's got a lot of stuff he's done. He's uh, kind of an intense actor, and it's all coming up next right here on On Screen and Beyond. Joining us today on On Screen and Beyond is an actor who you may remember for his role as the Starfleet captain who hands over the reins of the starship to James T. Kirk's father in 2009's J.J. Abrams' Star Trek, or as the evil terrorist who captures Tony Stark's in Iron Man, or any of his many other roles. He will appear alongside Jodie Foster and Matt Damon in the upcoming release of Elysium on August 9th, and on October 18th, he will also be in... Escape Plan with Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's Farhan Tahir. Farhan, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Thank you for having me. Farhan, you are a busy guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, knock on wood, it hasn't been so bad so far. So we'll see how it goes from here on in. First off, let's talk about the movie that's coming out right off here, Elysium. What can you tell us about that film? Well, it's, um, of course, it's a science fiction. 
and it is a movie which deals with, um, I mean, besides all the fun and action and all that, some very serious issues, uh, elitism, immigration, uh, and issues which, which are kind of current and, and, and hot-button issues in our lives today. Right. Uh, Neil Blomkamp, who is the director, uh, does this with, and he has done this with other movies also, like District 9, mm-hmm. where he t- takes an issue that might be relevant to us and then slightly moves it into the fictional zone um, so that people can take a look at it. Uh, the great thing about the movie is that, as I said, with all the action and everything, uh, the movie has some really interesting characters. Um, not everybody is evil and not everybody is good. Uh, they are they're people who are dealing with life uh, as it comes to them. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, it's going to have something for everybody. Uh, if you want to see it for, for the science fiction side of it, you have that. If you want to see it for the action, you have that. And if you want to see it for something a little more, you also have that. So I think it's going to be a wonderful, wonderful treat for people. Yeah. Now, without giving anything away, are you evil or are you good or what, what's your character? You're playing the minister, <laughs> right? The, 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 the president, more or less? Yeah, I, I am the newly elected leader of Elysium. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way the movie is set up is that there are um, a space station. There's a space station called Elysium where uh, all the good things happen. Um, and all the grunge work for Elysium uh, takes place on Earth. Uh, and naturally, the people from Earth who have uh, not too much to live all on uh, want to get to Elysium, mm-hmm. and people in Elysium want uh, to somehow to prevent this from happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, I play the leader of it. Um, I don't see this guy, or at least I didn't approach it, as good, bad, or evil, uh, because I think I will leave that judgment to people. Um, I, the way I approached it was that this man has his own argument of why he doesn't want people to come in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can create that argument, and it's, it's, it's whether you subscribe to it or not, it's a valid one. Um, and that's how I wanted to see this guy. He is, as I said, he's a politician, so he does work with a certain amount of finesse, and he has a, a sensitivity to nuances. So I, um, I, again, I don't think I want to, I'm going to let people decide. And I, I'm, I'm sure some people will think he's very evil. Right. <laughs> and others will think, you know, he, he's doing his job that he needs to be doing. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think that's more interesting. Yeah. How did you get involved with this project? How did I get involved with this project? It's, it's a, a funny story. Uh, I was asked um, to read for it. And I was sitting in New Mexico shooting something else. Uh, there was no way for me to get to where Neil was. And I think at that point, Neil was either in South Africa or Vancouver or someplace else. Uh, so there was no way for us to physically get in the same room. I came up with the idea that maybe I can put myself on, uh, on tape, but sitting in New Mexico shooting, I didn't have many resources. So I took my, um, my iPhone and my iPad, and I recorded the other characters' lines on my iPad, did the entire scene with myself, uh, and, and uh, recorded it on my iPhone, <laughs> uh, put it on YouTube with a dedicated password for the casting director and Neil to see. 
Um, and I think within a few days, we were making the deal. Wow. <laughs> As the movie is high tech, so was the, uh, so was the selection process. Right. <laughs> hey, you got to do what you got to do, huh? <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, now, how was it working with Jodie Foster and Matt Damon? You know, it's, it's always a treat because uh, most of my work was with Jodie Foster. And, you know, Jodie has been in this business for such a long time. Oh, yeah. She's such an incredible, incredible actor that uh, you get into a scene with her and you know that, you know, there is there will always be something challenging, something creative, something great that's going to come back at you. Uh, and it just makes the game so much better when you're playing with a, with a great uh, opponent or, or a player. Yeah. Uh, it was always a treat. Uh, and plus, she has this energy about her, uh, which is contagious. Uh, you you want to be working with her. You want to be having a conversation with her. Uh, there's something very accessible about her off and on screen. So I was really, I mean, I have, I have nothing but great regard. And, you know, uh, it almost humbles you in a way. Right, yeah. Yeah. Now... What about October? You're going to be in Escape Plan with Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, two two action heroes that <laughs> you know they're they're about the biggest ones you can get. <laughs> exactly, icons, icons in that in that genre. Uh, nobody has been able to match uh, what they did or what they do. It's an amazing it's an amazing thing to and and historical thing uh, to see both of them uh, share the screen. Um, they've done those, I mean, they've done little cameos together. Right. Um, but this one is, is a full-fledged, all-in-all, all, um, you know, a, a, full, a full movie, a full story that, that kind of follows these guys. And it's, 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 a, it's a lot of fun. Now, how'd you get involved with that one? Did you do the high-tech thing again? or? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't do the high-tech thing this time. Um, I, I went and read for it. Um, again, the director wasn't there. Um, I went off to do other things, and I had actually I, I liked the script because the script is kind of fun and, and interesting. And then I forgot about it uh, because other things happened, and uh, for one reason or the other, there was some delay in their decision. And I'd almost forgotten about uh, the fact that I had read for it. I, I figured, you know what, maybe there was some other issues or reasons or whatever, and uh, let's move on. And I was getting off uh, in Toronto at the airport. Um, when I got a call from my agent, um, and you're not supposed to take your call when you're going through immigration, but anyhow, being an actor, I did. And uh, apparently they had wanted me to be there, uh, you know, uh, I mean, literally while I was up in the air, they, they, had, they wanted me to come to the set, which wasn't going to happen because I was shooting something else. But that was pretty much the process of that one. Wow. Two great movies that you've got coming up. That's they're going to be very good movies, I'm sure. Now, your characters that you've played—I mean, you've played good and bad—but no matter who you play, you seem to have an intensity in your acting that it almost, whether you're good or bad, you demand respect. Thank you for saying that. I appreciate you you're saying that. That's that's a good thing to hear. Do you prefer playing the bad guy or the good guy? You know, I I prefer playing interesting guys. Uh, you know, sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad. If you can infuse it with something that is that is fun, that is uh, accessible, 
that people can connect to. Uh, that's what I like to do. Um, it's, it's sometimes there's some great characters which are bad and they're very delicious to play because you don't have to worry about anybody liking you. You can right. be as bad <laughs> as you possibly want to be. Uh, and there, there, there's some freedom in that. And then there's also there's a lot of fun in trying to find that connection where people um, see the story through your, through your eyes if you're playing the good guy for, for a little bit. Uh, you can take them on a journey and they should feel that they're safe or, or that they, they're getting the same thrill as you are. So I, I, I don't make that distinction. Um, just it, it should be it should be a nice challenge is the way I look at it. Yeah. Now, when you played the captain on Star Trek, it was a, a very short part because it was only in the first two minutes. I'm sure it took a long time to film, but you know you were in, in it just for a few minutes. Right. Uh, but everybody remembers that part, and and you've almost built up sort of a cult, uh, a fan base on that one role. Yeah, you know it's, it's funny. Um, and, you know, part of the credit goes to J.J. Abrams, who mm -hmm. directed it, because his only note was that I want these guy, this guy to be someone that people connect with, uh, someone that we feel that when the movie opens and, and he wanted, because it was an important beginning of, um, of the story, that someone he, that we, we, immediately identify with and want to go on a journey with. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, somehow or the other, uh, people did find that, that, uh, that access, that, that connection, and it was great. I mean, uh, I, I think my job was, is done if people can get there with me. So, you know, uh, it was great. It was two minutes, but uh, fun two minutes, an important two minutes, oh, and yeah. being a Trekkie, um, a nerdy two minutes for me. <laughs> <laughs> Were you a big Star Trek fan? Uh, yeah, I mean, I was. Uh, I had I'd seen, you know, when the original and then when the next generation came out, I watched that. So, yeah, I, I've always been uh, a Star Trek fan. Yeah. Well, uh, there's so many questions we could ask, but I know we're limited on time, so I'm going to finish up with two final questions, if that's sure. okay. Taking us away from all your acting and everything, when you sit down and relax and watch TV, what do yeah. you watch on TV? What are your favorite shows? What are my favorite shows? That's a, that's a good question. You know, um, I, have, I have to be honest, lately I haven't been watching much TV. Uh, I have caught um, The Killing, which is, which is a good show. I've, been, uh, I've seen some of the episodes of that lately. Um, and more than that, I've been reading. That, ah. That's been my, my big thing these days. Yeah. So TV, for some reason, and I think I go through these cycles. Um, I think partly it's because I've been busy, so right. I haven't <laughs> had the time to kind of sit down and watch something. Yeah. Um, what about movies? Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. What are your favorite movies of all time? What are my favorite movies of all time? You know, I think there's, there's some great cinematic movies. You have movies like Lawrence of Arabia and, 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 all, and all of those, which I think were just beautifully shot. Um, there are movies like, um, there's an old movie called, what is it called, Penny Serenade, which is a really sweet movie with Cary Grant. I really like that. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, tend, I, mean, I can go on because I go genre by genre by genre. Right, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, those two came to my, to my mind because I just watched them with, with my kids. 
the other day because I want them to know the classics a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, and those are the basics of, you know, of, of, of filmmaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I just wanted them to see something a little different than what they usually uh, are accustomed to. Yeah. Well, Farhan, I, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to share with us, and uh, I can't wait to see the films you're going to be in and hope to see more of your acting, too. Thank you so much. I appreciate you taking the time out. Baran Tahir, I want to thank him so much for taking the time to talk to us here at On Screen and Beyond. And like I say, he's done so much stuff, and he's such an intense actor. He does a great job, and I'm sure we're going to be seeing more and more and more of him. There's just, uh, you know, so much stuff that he's been doing, and he's got a lot of stuff coming out. And let's see what else we got going on here. If you are looking to give me a suggestion about who could be on the show Email it to me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. I'll see what I can do about getting that person on. And we are increasing. More and more people are listening to On Screen and Beyond, but we still haven't hit the 100,000 per day mark. We're over the 92,000 people per day uh, listening to On Screen and Beyond. And uh, that's our peak. And I'd like to hit that 100,000 mark before our 300th show. So tell a friend. Uh, Go ahead on you know Facebook, spread it around, let people know, and uh, I really want to try to get there, and I hope we can do it before our 300th show. So uh, I hope you'll do your best to you know download more shows, listen to them over again if you haven't, uh, you know while you're sitting around working out in the gym or just walking or whatever. Just uh, you know go ahead and listen to some of them past shows. I'm sure there's guests you'd like to hear, and tell a friend because there's a lot of people there that uh, have some fascinating stories that they want to share with you. So that is about it. Next week we will bring you another great guest, but uh, it's a wrap for this week. So until next week when we once again. Bring you on screen and beyond. I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care.